Hello, and welcome back to the Cuse Conversations podcast. My name is John Boccasino, the communications specialist in Syracuse University's Office of Alumni Engagement. I'm also a 2003 graduate of the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications with a degree in broadcast journalism. I am so glad you found our podcast. Sports have a unique ability to unite us. Among the various competitions held around the world, perhaps none represents the unifying power of sports better than the Olympic Games. This year, for only the fourth time in the history of the Games, the Olympics will not go off as scheduled. The 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo have been postponed by one year because of COVID-19, the novel coronavirus, with competition now set to begin on July 23rd, 2021. Masa Takaya is the communications director and official spokesperson for the Tokyo Organizing Committee. Takaya earned his master's degree in public relations from Newhouse in 2007, and he is fulfilling a lifelong dream in his current role with the Tokyo Games. Takaya stops by the podcast to discuss how his time at Syracuse University shaped his career, the decision for organizers to postpone the Summer Olympics, and how these games will convey a message to the world and the Japanese people about the importance of resiliency, recovery, and hope for a country that nine years ago was devastated by a catastrophic earthquake and tsunami. Masa, we are so pleased to have you on the podcast. Thank you for making the time today. Uh, no problem. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Uh, it's my privilege to uh, join this call. Now, Masa, as as, as you're well aware, uh, and, and obviously the, the world is in quite uncertain times right now, we're all dealing with the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. Um, there are states of emergencies that are being declared um, both in Japan, where you're currently residing, and in multiple countries around the world. These are definitely unprecedented times. How are you holding up? Um, yeah, it's obviously um, unexpected situations for everyone. Um, but uh, yeah, we are trying to do our best to survive through uh, in this journey, trying to lead a normal life. Um, yeah, that's what we are doing right now. Well, I'm glad to hear that you are staying safe and staying well. That's our main concern for for everybody again during these chaotic times. Unfortunately, we've all heard the news that the 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics have been postponed for one year due to the coronavirus due to COVID-19. It was not unexpected news when you saw that all of the major sports over here in America and soccer over in Europe, all sporting activities have ground to a halt. There's bans on on crowd sizes. And I know it was unfortunate for the Tokyo Olympics um, to get postponed for a year, but the good news is hopefully everything is up and running again in one year. How are you holding up with regards to the Olympics and the games? That that's, that, that was a dream job of yours to kind of work for the Summer Olympics in Tokyo, correct? Uh, yes, exactly. Um, it, it, it has been always my... A uh, big dream, all-time dream to work for the uh, Olympic and Paralympic Games. So uh, it's been a fantastic journey, although, uh, you know, there were some challenges uh, in the past. And of course, we are facing a uh, global crisis right now. Um, this situation is obviously uh, such an unexpected situation. Um, you know, no one knew uh, this would happen uh, only a few months ago. Uh, but it happened, however, um, still um, the games will be uh, delivered next year. Um, that's being confirmed by the uh, IOC and Tokyo 2020 and all the stakeholders. Uh, yeah, we have now a new target. So uh, in the lead up to the new target goal, um, 
you know, how we will do our very best to deliver the fantastic games next year. Can you take us through, Masa, the process that eventually led to the difficult decision for the games to be postponed for one year? Um, yeah, well, obviously, there are things radically changed day by day. Um, so, you know, as, a, as, a, as the organizing committee of the games, um, you know, we kept saying that the games will go ahead as planned. Um, you know, it was, a, it was our mission to prepare for the best stage for athletes in time for their summer 2020. So, which is why we kept saying that the games will go ahead as planned. But uh, yeah, once again, things radically changed in the past uh, several weeks, and particularly in the last few weeks, um, the the situations were dramatically changed. So um, at the end of the day, um, in order to safeguard the health of athletes and all involved, uh, the games has been postponed to uh, 2021. How closely, Masa, were yourself and your fellow members of the organizing committee with the Tokyo Summer Olympics, how closely were you working with organizations such as the World Health Organization to talk about the risk factors that athletes might uh, be going through if the games were to go on during the current climate. There must have been a collaboration between yourself uh, and the Summer Olympics and and other health organizations to make sure that the safety and well-being of the coaches and athletes was was considered. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it is still in the middle of the process to deliver the games next year. So uh, as a uh, spokesperson for Tokyo 2020, there are things I can tell and I cannot tell. But uh, what I can uh, be very clear is that uh, we have a thorough framework uh, working together with the um, health authority, WHO, and of course the IOC, um, international experts. Um, and in the meantime, uh, looking into our you know um, Japan side, um, we obviously working closely together with the uh, health authority, the national government, the city authority, Tokyo Metropolitan Government. Uh, working closely together, um, uh, we we are now uh, heading towards the delivery of the, delivery of the games next year. How difficult, Maso, was it to, because these games, and for folks that, that don't understand it, and we'll get to this a little bit later on about the actual process, but it, th- these games are planned out so, so far in advance, so it's not just as easy as putting the pause on the games and saying, all right, we'll see you back in, in one extra year. You've got venues, you've got hotels. I mean, there, there's a, 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 a litany of things that have to happen to make sure that these games are able to, to be played in safe conditions. How hard was it, Masa, to, to work with those facilities, to work with everybody who's in a collaboration with this to, to say, all right, you know what, we're going to take one year hiatus and we'll come back and had these games, you know, better than ever in 2021. Uh, right. Um, yeah. As mentioned earlier, this is such an unexpected situation. So, oh, their decision of the postponement uh, has never been observed in the history of the uh, Olympic and the Paralympic movement. Uh, so, this is a, a big challenge for everyone uh, in that respect. Uh, 
you know, uh, we just need to keep focusing on our mission to deliver the games next year. So, so Masa, as we're sitting here and, and we're talking about Tokyo uh, being a host site for the Summer Olympics and the Paralympics, which will now be taking place in the summer of 2021, this will be the first time um, that Japan has hosted the Summer Games since 1964. It's been quite some time since that country has been able to be the host for these prestigious Summer Olympic Games. You mentioned this being a dream job of yours. Why? Why was this something that has been a target of yours for a career to get to serve as the spokesperson for the Summer Olympics? Right. Um, I, I used to be a, a serious triathlete when I was in college, um, training very hard almost every day, day and night. Yeah, I dedicated myself into the sports uh, really hard when I was in college. Um, after I graduated from the university, um, I sort of uh, quit uh, the sports uh, as a, a serious triathlete, but the passion towards the world of sports uh, was never faded. I, I was really into the sports, and one day I really wanted to compete in the Olympic level, but that goal was never achieved at the time, but the you know passion was still there. Um, um, the passion was never faded away. So um, after a couple of years, I decided to quit my job and then uh, pursue my career in sports administration. And then you know I was able to be accepted by uh, Syracuse University, and then. Um, studied public relations and that became my gateway to take up a job in the sports industry what was it masa about newhouse and its you know prestigious communication school in the public relations field why did you choose syracuse university right um uh, my my original career background was actually advertising. Uh, I worked for McCann Erickson. Um, it's a, a global advertising agency. Uh, the headquarters are um, based in New York. Um, there there is a Tokyo branch, and I worked for the company for five years. So I I have a uh, already a strong background in that side in communications. And then when, when I uh, looked into what kind of jobs I would be able to take up in the global sports event, I somehow realized that I would need a strong expertise in respective, respective fields in the organizing committees. So considering the uh, nature of the communications job in the global sports event, one needs to acquire skills not only a, about a advertising and marketing communication skills, rather would need to have a um, public relations skills, media relations skills. So after I realized that, I uh, decided to pursue my career at sort of changing my career to uh, public relations so that I would be able to have a even stronger um, expertise uh, within the communications. So looking into the um, um, 
communication schools, public relations schools in the States, um, it, it was uh, pretty easy for me to find out, you know, uh, one of the best schools in, in the States, uh, which is the uh, new house in Syracuse University. So I was really uh, passionate about, um, you know, going into their uh, school. Obviously, there, there were a few more schools I applied for, but uh, after I personally visited the school um, and then met uh, professors for informational interviews, um, I was really uh, excited about being there. So really uh, hoped to be a uh, student at the Newhouse School. Well, we're thrilled, Masa, that you were accepted and you obviously had a, a life-changing experience being here at Syracuse University and and being in Newhouse. What are some of the lessons that your professors in Newhouse uh, taught you about public relations? What are some of the biggest takeaways that you received from your educators that have really shaped your career? Uh, it, it, it is a tough question. Um, but uh, the foundation was uh, certainly uh, built up uh, from the school experience. Uh, particularly, I was able to learn uh, how, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, I, I should be able to uh, achieve my uh, own career goal through uh, using their uh, theory of public relations. You know, their uh, fundamental uh, principle of the public relation is to achieve uh, one's goals, either individual or um, organizational goals, uh, in the uh, shortest possible um, distance uh, by leveraging the uh, relationships uh, surrounding yourself. So such the uh, philosophical, philosophical concept uh, has been always in me, and that, uh, that's been uh, pretty a, a big benefit uh, in pursuing my career uh, in the sports industry. You mentioned Masa when you were uh, in, in, in college, you were an athlete, you were someone who was involved. I know I did a little background and I saw you participated in the World Duathlon Championships over in France in 2000. Uh, you've run marathons around the world, including the Vancouver Marathon. Um, and obviously, this seems like a pretty good parallel for your career to get into sports marketing and sports public relations. What is it about that field that really appeals to you, being someone who's involved in marketing and public relations? Every single experience was a, a big big benefit for cultivating my career. Um, you know, when uh, you are really into uh, what you want to do, um, you know, every single step uh, in the process um, uh, can become a uh, big backbone in your future career. So. Uh, to me, uh, every single uh, experience uh, has been a big, big benefit for me. And how did you transition, Masa, from someone who wants to get into the global sports marketing and public relations industry to landing a job with the Summer Olympics as the spokesperson? Take us through that transition. 
Um, right. Um, so uh, uh, during their uh, new house school years, um, you know, obviously uh, we were uh, requested to uh, uh, fill in. Um, you know, we were requested to do uh, some work or intern um, in order to graduate from the schools. And then I was obviously looking for a job uh, in uh, you know every parts of the world. But one day I somehow got realized that uh, there would be a world championships in athletics uh, would take place in Osaka, Japan uh, in 2007. So oh, I soon um, you know, opened up my laptop and tried to find the uh, website and then found out a uh, email address um, for you know, any inquiries and then um, showing my my passion, how much I uh, would love to be involved in the uh, World Championships in Athletics. And then uh, I got a reply from the organizer and uh, saying that uh, they were looking for someone like me. So uh, it was a big match. Um, uh, I, you know, uh, it was it was it was a big surprise. But uh, I soon decided to return back to Japan to do uh, uh, this job for uh, just about uh, three months. But still, it was a big big experience for me. But after this uh, three months job um, at in Osaka for the World Championships in Athletics, um, obviously straight after that, I I was. Uh, I, I needed to find another job to continue my career. And I, uh, my, my big boss in the uh, organizing committee uh, introduced me to uh, give me a job uh, in the Tokyo 2016 uh, Olympic and Paralympic Games bid committee. And then this was another um, big opportunity for me to keep my career in the industry and the, uh, the uh, bid committee was also looking for uh, someone like me uh, who would be able to do communications job uh, in this industry. So that was another big match. And then I started my uh, job at the uh, Tokyo 2016 bid committee, and it, it lasted for two years. The outcome was against uh, the outcome was, was obviously uh, we lost against Rio de Janeiro. Um, so after you know all these two years, uh, once again I needed to uh, look for a new job, and somehow uh, I was able to find a uh, job posting at the International Triathlon Union website. You know, the uh, sports of triathlon was my uh, background sport, so you know I had a big passion uh, towards this uh, position, uh, media manager in the uh, International Federation. And I applied for it and uh, somehow I got accepted. So uh, I moved in Vancouver to work for the uh, International Triathlon Union for about one year and a half. Uh, one of those days, uh, the earthquake and tsunami in 2011 uh, happened in Japan. And then after that, I was always feeling that I wanted to return back to Japan. And then um, in the meantime, uh, in Tokyo, um, there was another movement that uh, they would bid for uh, the second bid for the Olympic and Paralympic Games for 2020. And then um, 
I, I got a call from the uh, National Olympic Committee of Japan and then to see if uh, I want to do the job. So decided to retire back to Tokyo for the second bid. And for this time around, um, we were able to win the bidding race. Uh, so finally, we got the games. The organizing committee was launched. And then I was able to take up uh, a job in the organizing committee. So I have been working in the organizing committee ever since the uh, launch uh, of the organization. When it comes to a communications perspective, what kind of work goes into the bid process to secure the rights to host the Olympics and the Paralympic Games? A communications job uh, can be unfolded into two areas uh, within comms. One is a uh, communication through media, uh, in other words, media relations. And on the other side, there is a uh, uh, another important work, which is a uh, direct communications to uh, members of the IOC, voting members. In other words, a presentation development uh, for the IOC members. And on the uh, media relations work, um, I was assigned to uh, do a mainly international communication. So, oh, oh I uh, there there was a massive amount of work uh, in terms of uh, communicating through media, um, including uh, including Olympic uh, uh, Olympic trade media, uh, international wire services, uh, transnational media, etc. etc. Et and in the meantime. Particularly uh, in the lead up to the uh, host city election in the last uh, five or six months, um, I was uh, uh, assigned to uh, play a, a key role to uh, develop the presentation. Uh, the presentation to IOC members, particularly at the IOC session, is one of the um, you know biggest um, uh, assignments. Uh, among those, and it was a uh, you know such a, a big work, but uh, um, I was also very passionate about that role, uh, working together with uh, you know Olympians and Paralympians, and also or even Prime Minister uh, traveled together uh, to do the presentation, and it was such a privilege to be a part of the team to do uh, such a national presentation to international audiences. So uh, yeah, I would never forget uh, to be involved in uh, such a big work. Can you describe for us, Masa, the messages behind those presentations and how you feel uh, the presentation to the members of the International Olympic Committee uh, really convinced them to make Tokyo be the host city? Yeah. our. Uh, core message to the voting members at the time was uh, uh, through the power of sports, uh, Tokyo 2020 wants to contribute to raise the profile of sports and athletes. Um, as we uh, rediscovered the values of sports after the uh, March 11th earthquake and tsunami 2011, um, yeah, once again, uh, you know, Japan was uh, struck by the uh, big earthquake and tsunami in 2011, March 11th. And after that, um, athletes and Japan sports communities uh, were uh, 
trying to be a part of the recovery effort in many ways. Um, athletes visited those affected areas by themselves. Japan's communities has been hosting many uh, sporting events in these affected regions. And through those initiatives, the athletes and Japan sports communities themselves were able to rediscover a role of sports in society. And that's something uh, we wanted to convey to the international audiences because the sports itself has been always at stake uh, as it was threatened by the um, you know, doping issues, illegal betting or match fixing, uh, these issues around the integrity of sports. So in such a challenging era, Tokyo 2020 wanted to contribute to the um, raising the profile of sports and the athletes. That, that was our uh, key messages to the uh, members of the IOC. It's really unfortunate, Masa, that we're talking again now about the coronavirus and the uncertainty of that pandemic. And you mentioned the earthquake and tsunami of March 11th, 2011, uh, that ravaged Japan and, and much of Asia. It's, it's, it's unfortunate when these adverse situations pop up, but it always seems like the best of people comes out during a crisis and, and sports is no different. What do you think it is about sports and the Olympic games in particular that make them such a unifying force when it comes to our citizens? Yeah, um, we already uh, we were able to observe the uh, values of sports and power of sports uh, through the experiences from the uh, from those affected regions. Um, people who were able to come together uh, by having sports at the heart of their uh, lives. Um, yeah, in that respect, uh, we've been able to already showcase uh, how uh, sports and athletes can play a crucial role in society. Um, you know, the games uh, of the 2020 has been postponed to 2021, but uh, um, if we are able to, you know, uh, overcome uh, these uh, new challenges, and then uh, are able to uh, come together um, next summer 2021 um, with the different backgrounds, with the different uh, countries, languages. If we all come together, then once again, uh, we'll be able to feel a you know strong solidarity around the world. And then we'll be able to once again discover other uh, a strong, such a strong power of sports and the values of sports in society. It's a powerful message, and we all look forward to that day, Masa, when we can all come together. And you know, I mean, I remember as a kid, you know, seeing the torch lighting ceremony for the Olympics, and that was so powerful. And just you see the parade of nations and all these athletes coming together from around the world in the name of competition and in the name of sportsmanship. It's it's such a powerful signal to have the Olympics. And we look forward to the day uh, when the games can go on in Tokyo. Moving forward, how will uh, what will your role be as, as communications director? I know you probably didn't see uh, this challenge of having the games take a one-year hiatus, but how are you going to use this time to ramp up uh, the coverage for the games and your job as a communications director? Yeah, for now, um, obviously, uh, we have to uh, once again um, reboost our uh, preparations uh, towards the delivery of the games next year. 
um, you know, all the staff members hey, are now uh, working on their, you know, respective works um, as much as possible. Um, uh, yeah, in that respect, um, these uh, staff members in operational team are uh, working very, very hard um, to once again uh, uh, prepare for their uh, games next year. Um, from Comet's perspectives, um, we'd like to uh, keep uh, conveying uh, what we are doing uh, day by day. Um, you know, how much we'll be able to, uh, uh, you know, step forward uh, from what we have, from where we are, and um, towards the uh, delivery of the games next year. What is the best piece of career advice you've ever received? You've clearly managed to transition yourself and make a great name for a great career for yourself working in marketing and communications. Is there one piece of advice that really still resonates with you? Um, yeah, uh, in my in my case, uh, having expertise uh, has been always a uh, uh, key factor to uh, work for what I wanted to do. Um, um, you know, as mentioned earlier, I had a strong background in advertising and marketing communications already, and I thought um, I would be able to have a very unique and strong backbone if I would be able to complement my skills in public relations. So uh, that's how I have been able to work uh, in this position uh, for the at least past um, 10, 12, 13, 14 years. <laughs> um, you know, uh, there there is no universal way to uh, accomplish career goals. And I, I don't even know by myself yet um, if uh, whether or not I have been able to achieve what I wanted to do. Um, you know, there is always a you know, higher goal, um, as long as you have a, a passion towards what you want to do. So um, what I can tell you is that uh, there is no uh, universal way to achieve the goals. Uh, once you believe it, uh, you just need to uh, stay focused on it. You work tirelessly to land this job, your dream job with, you know, the Tokyo Organizing Committee for the Olympics and the Paralympic Games. You mentioned never being satisfied and always trying to reach those goals. Is there what's next for you uh, beyond the the Tokyo Games? Uh, what would you say are maybe some of your career ambitions? Uh, yeah, that's really tough to say. Um, yeah, I am in the middle in the middle of uh, process of you know achieving my career goals. The games has been postponed to 2021, so I have another 15, you know, 16 months to uh, finish this journey. Uh, first of all, um, I need to run through uh, this journey, and then um, I want to look back uh, what I have done. Then, um, at the time, I may be able to figure out what I want to do next. So. Yeah, first of all, my priority is to run through this journey. Well, I can't think of a better person, Masa, to handle these responsibilities 
and these challenges. You've obviously proven yourself to be quite capable and quite adept in this field, and we wish you nothing but the best again moving forward with these games. The the games will go on in 2021. It's an unfortunate situation that we're all dealing with, but again, the unifying power of sports will be on display in Tokyo for the Summer Olympics and the Paralympic Games in the summer of 2021. Masa, thank you so much for making the time to join us here on the podcast. Yeah, of course, I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thanks for checking out the latest installment of the Cuse Conversations podcast. You can find our podcast on all of your major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You can also find our podcast at alumni.syr.edu slash Conversations and anchor.fm slash Conversations. My name is John Boccasino signing off for the Cuse Conversations podcast.